Live from the ACU of Texas Studios, this is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Well, hello and welcome to episode nine of Noise Reduction, where we want to help you filter through what is just noise and what is actually useful in the financial world. Well, what we consider useful in the financial world. It's kind of a matter of opinion. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if this is your first time listening... Don't uh, turn it off yet. Yeah, uh, you will notice that we try to talk about things that may be important to people in their financial lives, but also keep it um, light and entertaining, hopefully. So that way, if you're driving to work, you don't have an accident. Yeah, we don't want to put anybody to sleep. No, definitely don't want to do that. All righty. Well, if you're not familiar with who I am, I'm Nelson Negron, president of Provident Oak Financial LLC here located in Clear Lake, Texas. And I'm here with my wonderful and amazing wife, Rhiannon. Hello. So you'll get to hear from both of us. And if you are a, I like, I want to say long time listener, but I guess it's not really that long because it's only nine episodes. But I feel like they should still get a gold star. If they've made it through all nine episodes, like they get a, a trophy, okay. they get something. All right. Well, welcome back. <laughs> yes. We're glad you're sticking with us and hopefully you're finding this information useful and helpful um, as well as entertaining. Absolutely, because finances can get kind of boring. (sighs) So they're probably wondering, well, why aren't we talking about them yet? We're working on it. We're working. We're getting there. We're We're building it up. Yes. We're we're getting building the excitement of the financial world. Yes. We're actually going to talk about life insurance today and how it's an investment for your loved ones. So I think probably 99% of people just turned it off. Possibly. (laughs) But we're going to try and keep it (laughs) short and sweet and fun. So hang in. Hang in there. Yeah, hang in there. uh, Hang with us. Um, This is something important. And, you know, most people think about life insurance, I would say. Or maybe they the thought comes across their mind, you know, should we have life insurance? Do I have enough life insurance? And then that's about it. Or they think, I could never afford life insurance. Right. And then they they, uh, decide that they don't want to think about it anymore because it's a scary topic sometimes. Yeah, we don't sit around typically thinking about our demise, I hope. Yeah. Well, life insurance is is something that I like to say is the investment for your loved ones. True. So life insurance isn't necessarily something that you're going to benefit from personally. But it's going to give you that peace of mind that your loved ones will be taken care of. Oh, peace of mind is a benefit. And that is a benefit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're not going to go through and talk about, you know, the differences between term life and universal life and variable universal life or anything like that. No. Um, we're more going to talk about just um, why life insurance may be important, some things to consider about life insurance, um, and maybe even uh why now is a great time to consider um, either starting a life insurance policy or having your current life insurance policy reviewed to make sure that it is the right one for you and your family and your your plan. Yeah, actually, um, well, with everything going on, things have changed a bit. Uh, Before the pandemic, close to half, about 46% of adults didn't even own life insurance. Um, That was a study done by the insurance barometer uh, by Life Happens. So 
Majority of people didn't even have life insurance, but the pandemic's kind of given them a little bit of a little bit to think about. So, yeah, and, and it's also interesting because uh, life happens. Also talked about um, you know some of the reasons why people don't consider life insurance or haven't until now. And one of the major things was they 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 said that it it uh, from their survey, uh, most people thought that it cost twice as much as it as it actually does. And a lot of insurance companies recently have made it easier to get life insurance, at least according to uh, Life Happens and, and the surveys that they've done. Um, so uh, we'll talk about some of that as well as um, maybe some, you know, some ways to, to have your insurance policies reviewed. Yeah, they also said that another reason that people don't want to even think about life insurance is because they're uncomfortable thinking about their death. So they'd rather just avoid it altogether, and if they can just avoid the topic, then you avoid life insurance, and that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are, are only two certains in life, and one is death, and the other is taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which uh, former president said that. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. We could Google it. <laughs> we'll do the Google? We could do the Google. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, and so... Uh, not thinking about it is not going to put it off or, or make it not happen. Um, you know, so we will at some point in, in our life, it will come to an end. Mm-hmm. And to know that, at least for me, I know that having life insurance ensures that if, if an accident happens and, and I pass away, that my family would be taken care of and bills would get paid, uh, kids would go to school those kind of things. So, so it's, it's a definitely an important thing to, uh, to consider and as part of your, your financial plan. Yeah. We don't want to leave that burden on our loved ones when they're trying to deal with our death as it is. So just yeah, a way to help. It really helps to, to ease that transition. Something that, that, uh, uh, when that time comes and you have final expenses to, to worry about and outstanding debt and those kind of things, um, that those things are, are covered. Um, and, and, allows your family to grieve without having to stress about, about those other you know, money issues. Absolutely. Um, some more things. So as the pandemic continues to change, um, work, travel, social behaviors across the country, people have actually began to adjust their spending and financial habits as well. Um, the study that was done showed that Americans have implemented several changes. Um, one, they've cut their excess spending by 49%. That's pretty big. I'm kind of surprised because I feel like we're just ordering more on Amazon. So I'm not sure how they're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to consider whenever you go somewhere, maybe if you were to go shopping, you know, typically it's not just a one stop. You're not just going to a store and getting your groceries or going to the mall and getting whatever. You're going to the mall and you're stopping at the food court and you know, you'll, you'll jump around a few different stores. Well, whenever you go and maybe shop on online, uh, you you have a mission, you go online and, and, you know, how much browsing do you actually do outside of what you've went online to purchase? Well, it depends if those Amazon flash shells pop up. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> spend that much time on Amazon. So I, I really, I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's an encouraging thing, you know, cutting that excess spending, um, people obviously are not able to eat out as much, right? Um, because of of the uh, 
uh, the restrictions that have been put in place in, in a mo- I guess at this point, majority of the country. And mm-hmm. so we're, we're not eating out as much. We're eating at, at home or having food delivered. So, uh, you know, this, the spending there has, has been able to, uh, to come down. And as a result of that, you know, people are, uh, are building up their savings and, and their, their emergency fund, which if you've listened to us before, you've heard us talk about having an emergency fund. So when things like this happen, mm-hmm. uh, that you're prepared, yes. you have a, a, an emergency plan. Don't wait for the emergency to make an emergency fund. Right. Do this ahead of time. So what's encouraging is that the next time something like this happens, hopefully, you know, more and more people have held on to those emergency funds for an actual emergency, not a flash sale on, on Amazon. <sighs> Your idea of emergency and my idea are two different ideas. I'm oh, just saying. Oh, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so when an actual emergency happens, um, then you have those funds in place and it's not your credit card. Your, right. your credit card is not an emergency fund, but, um, so when something like this happens, then, uh, you know, we're not scrambling to figure out how to get things paid. Well, speaking of credit cards, people are actually focusing on paying down their debts by 24%. So, so 24% a quarter, mm-hmm. a quarter of the population, I guess you could say that's a big number. It is, you know, so, um, Stop making those minimum payments just to get by. They're actually trying to pay it down. It's, right. it's awesome. Saving themselves some money on interest in the long run. Absolutely. All right. Um, so what are, some other, what are some other interesting facts that you found out about life insurance and kind of where, where people are going with it? Is there anything else you thought jumped out at you when you were looking at this? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. But um, So according to the MIB group, there was... A 5.2% increase in life insurance applications in May of 2020 compared to May of 2019. So from this time last year, a 5.2% increase of applications are coming in. That's a pretty significant jump from year to year. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it at, at any, you know, uh, in any area, uh, you know, 5% is, is a big number, um, not just in life insurance, but, you know, investing or whatever. So to see that kind of number is, is definitely uh, promising and I'm sure a comfort to, to their, their, them and their family that um, may, yeah. maybe hopefully 5% more of the population is uh, sleeping better at night. Hopefully. <laughs> um, they actually, so for those who are under the age of 44, it's increased even more. It's gone up 7.1%. So and we always think that the younger generation, you know, they aren't really thinking about the future and they're just kind of living the times. Well, think seems to be that they are thinking ahead as well now. So that's good, too. Yeah, I think, you know, just the application process in general has made it something that's more appealing to the younger generation um, to look at life insurance. And, and you know, obviously cost is, is a... Um, is a factor, but as we know, if we've ever looked at life insurance, the younger you start with life insurance, the cheaper it is. Right. So they're saving money. Yeah. Um, and that's obviously in general, and there can be some extenuating circumstances or exception to that rule right. um, based on your health and that kind of thing. But also a, a lot of the insurance companies have waived medical screening um, there, uh, to, for the underwriting and, and those kind of things. So you're not having to do, you know, blood test and, and, uh, urine test and the applications are online. 
so that's something that obviously appeals to the to the young younger generation, your millennials and such. Yeah, we want to do everything online. Yeah, so, even even signed documents. You know, I love e-sign. E-sign- <laughs> e-signature is is great, and um, yeah, I think more uh, we're going to see that trend of just more and more things in, in our world is going to become um, you know, more uh, done online right. um, as, a, as a legal legal signature. Well, it seems like that even the younger generations are realizing that we're all susceptible to death and disease. So COVID's kind of made us all think about things a little differently, that we are not invincible. So we have to prepare. Yeah, have to prepare, have to be ready for, for these events. Um, the question isn't if something like this will happen again. It's just a matter of when. Mm-hmm. And the more prepared you are, the more educated you are on what's going on, um, the the more more peace you can have uh, during the time that it's uh, that it's taken place. So there's actually some advantages um, to purchasing life insurance. Um, one of the advantages are an income replacement for your survivors. Uh, you kind of t- touched on a little bit before, making sure bills are paid and all that. Right. Um, do we have any idea on a, an amount or a percentage that we should go off of? Well, the, the best thing to, to do, and, and life happens, on their website, they actually have a really good calculator um, that you can go through and, and just fill in the blanks. Um, so as an example, I went on there just to kind of um, kind of get familiar with their calculator and how they, how they display the information. And just went on there and, and said, okay, let's say... I want to provide income for the next five years at our current salary um, that that you know that we bring home on a month on a uh, sorry on an annual basis. Um, I you know we have three boys; they need to go to go to college. So here's their ages. It, so it has you put in their ages and and what kind of school are they going to go to a, a a public university? Are they going to go to a private university? So you put in that information. What are your, what's your outstanding debt? Um, not including a mortgage and then also what is your, you know, your current mortgage. So it, it has you put in a lot of financial information and then you just hit, you know, enter and it spits out a number that you, or, or how much, um, insurance you may be in the red. So if you currently have a plan, it'll have you put in what, uh, if you, or sorry, if you currently have an insurance policy, it'll have you put in how much that insurance policy is for and uh, what kind of policy it is. And then you hit the enter button and it'll uh, say, okay, well, you're underinsured by this much or this is, so it kind of gives you an idea as to what kind of, uh, or what amount of insurance you should have. So it's a really interesting calculator. Um, it's an exercise that, that I go through, um, with our clients, whenever we talk about life insurance as part of, as part of their financial plan, okay, how much insurance do you have? Do you, what kind of policy is it? Is it a term policy? Is it a, a permanent policy? What does it cover? Uh, uh, you know, are you still currently paying premiums on it or is it fully paid? All of those questions. And what is the purpose of the policy? What are we trying to do with this policy? Are we wanting to provide income for a certain amount of time? Are we wanting to make sure bills are paid what is the the objective of the, are you wanting to take cash out of the policy later on so we go through this this question and answer um, exercise to make sure that one that they have the right kind of policy but two what's their reason for wanting to have it in the first place 
and, uh, and then we can go through this calculator and find out how much they should actually have. And that calculator, again, that we've been talking about is on the Life Happens website. Um, Life Happens is actually a nonprofit that's de- dedicated to educating consumers about the importance of things like life insurance and other related products to fi- financial planning. Um, you can find them at li- lifehappens.org, and it costs nothing. You can go yep. there, plug your, plug your numbers in, just kind of get an idea how to get started. So. Right. And if all of this is foreign to you, you, you don't even know, you think you should have life insurance, but you don't know why? Uh, you, you can always get a hold of us and we can walk you through those questions and, and go through that exercise with you, you know, just so you know um, the reasoning for, for having life insurance in the, per, in the first place. Absolutely. Um, and so another benefit that life insurance actually offers is um, an investment or a forced savings for you. So how is it forcing us to save? Well... Again, it kind of goes back to why you're having uh, life insurance in the first place. So there are certain types of life insurance policies that allow it to build a cash um, value hmm. that you can borrow from uh, later on down the road. And, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of ins and outs to it. You know, we'll, we won't go into too much detail on that, but just kind of, I guess, the overall idea is that it does give you the ability to borrow from the policy um, if that's something that you want included as part part of your life insurance. Okay. And um, another advantage is reduced income and transferred tax liability. Now, I know we're not tax experts, so yeah, we can't go into this too deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to sound like we're giving tax advice, no. but you know, with a life insurance policy, the beneficiaries um, in, in, in certain instances, uh, that uh, amount that they would receive is, is not, uh, not taxable. So, um, again, we want you to consult your, your CPA or your tax advisor on your situation. Um, but that, that might be possible. And if you don't have one, we have great ones that we can connect you with. Just get a hold of us. So, uh, save some money in taxes. Um, what's another advantage we've got? A ready source of cash at a time when it's likely to be needed most. You kind of touched on this. Yeah, I think we kind of talked about that a a little bit. Um, And and I think also you can kind of um, tie this in. I'll kind of jump ahead to the next point in funding a small business uh, buy-sell agreement. Um, So let's say as as an example, um, you have a a business partnership where um, both business partners are, are important to the overall success of the business and um, to protect the business and protect the income that that business is producing. Uh, the, you could have an insurance po- life insurance policy on, on, on each other. And then that way, if one of the, those uh, partners passes away, um, then it would, it would fund uh, the uh, the business as well as uh, if they have an agreement that if one passes away the other one can buy the their share of the business using that life insurance policy uh, from the family from the heirs of the one who passed away so uh, yeah there's many reasons even in in uh, as a, as small business owners um, to have uh, life insurance policies and and that could be one as well yeah that's more than just thinking about your loved ones it's your business partner you can protect as well and their loved ones so. Yep. Very neat. We're actually going to have a small business coach coming on our next episode. Maybe she can 
talk to us yeah, a little we'll bit talk. more about the buy sell agreements and yeah, we'll we'll bring that up and and, and see what insight she may have on on that and uh, yeah, what other Brittany small, Green Brittany Green should yeah. be coming on. Mm-hmm. And so um, you guys can can check out our next episode. That'll be episode 10, 10 double digits. Double digits. We've yeah. made it. I didn't even have to take off my shoes and count my toes for that one yet. Oh. Next one. Next the one. Next one. Next one. <laughs> Just be thankful that you guys are listening in and you don't have to be here when he takes his shoes off to count his toes. So. They haven't invented smell o vision yet? That's a good thing. Wasn't that, wasn't that something they were talking about a long time ago? Smell o vision? <sighs> Again, it's a good thing they don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's just really not benefits for that. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But. Alrighty. So now that we've, we've totally just kind of gone off track. Well, we talked about life insurance. We talked about life insurance. No, I hope that you guys, um, you know, took this information to heart and really, if you haven't considered life insurance in the past or you've been delaying and putting it off and just saying, I don't want to think about it. I don't, that's just not something I really want to, um, uh, want to worry about. Um, you know, hopefully these are some really good reasons to consider it. Um, or if you have a life ins- life insurance policy and you just haven't had it reviewed, you know, over the past, I would say three years or so, um, it might be a great opportunity for you to, to have it reviewed, make sure it's the, the right kind of policy for you. It still fits your needs, your goals, what it is that, that, uh, uh, the purpose that you originally uh, purchased that policy for. Uh, and there's some tax advantage ways to exchange to a new policy if you if you need to. Um, you can actually save money. We recently had a client that was able to save money by transferring to a different policy for what they needed. Yeah, depending upon their your situation, mm-hmm. um, it may be even be cheaper to get the same kind of coverage, you know, just depending upon what's out there at the time and, and what your, your situation is. So, um you know, and this is why we always like to go through an exercise with our clients on an annual basis, uh, reviewing their financial plan, making sure it's still appropriate, making sure that things are still the way that they need them to be, because we, we will find these types of, uh, of opportunities to save the money um, that they can use in other parts of their plan. Maybe that, that savings that you get from your life insurance policy, maybe you can put it towards your retirement plan or something like that. So is, there's different examples and different ways we can go about uh, moving funds around to, to um, be most beneficial for you. Yeah, and life insurance is actually among one of the most useful and um, effective purchases that you can ever make. It's actually a really important part of a financial plan. Uh, most people just don't even realize that is part of a financial plan. So like we always say, it doesn't have to be with us. If you have a good financial advisor, talk to them about it. You know, everybody's different. Everybody's situation is unique, but have that conversation. Right. So. Right. And obviously these conversations are, are easiest whenever you trust your financial advisor. So be sure you're getting advice from someone you trust, uh, that you feel confident is, is going to give you good ad- advice and, and good direction and truly be interested in, in your success uh, with your plan. So. Yes. And not some random Facebook ad or midnight <laughs> advertisement about life insurance. Please, please speak with a trusted individual. So, yes. Yes. Uh, again, go to broker check. Yes. Check please. out the advisor. Make sure that they got a good record, a clean record. Yes. Um, get referrals. Yes. Word of yeah. mouth is really word the best. of mouth. You know, does help. Uh, we've even had instances where you know we've had someone say, "Hey, I'd like to talk to a couple of your clients just to see what their experience is like." And so, you know, we get a hold of a couple of the clients and, and say, hey, we have someone who wanted to talk to you just to kind of get 
your your feedback on the job that we do is that okay it, you know obviously get permission from the client and then um and they talk and and, and that's a reasonable request yeah so yeah. there's nothing wrong with that at all but we just thank you for tuning in yeah um, thank you for listening yes to episode nine episode nine yes and you didn't fall asleep didn't fall well i don't know hopefully hopefully I didn't if hear you th- did, wake up. It's I a didn't wake hear, up call. I didn't hear a thud. <laughs> Maybe we should do like a rooster, rooster no, sound effect. No, we should no. not do a rooster sound effect. <laughs> we are not recording from the farm. Oh, no, not yet. Not yet. No. <laughs> but uh, we always want to hear, obviously this was, uh, I shouldn't say obviously, but this was a, a question that we had recently and we want to hear feedback. So you can always reach out to us. You can email us at info at providentoak.com um, on our Facebook page. Um, you can find us at Noise Reduction on Facebook. You can message us there. We're pretty pretty responsive. Um, if you don't want to email, you can always message. Uh, we're the cute little guy with the coffee cup. So that's us. There There's other noise reductions, but we're the only real one. And we're just thankful you joined us. And what, y'all. What's that saying? Often, often imitated, never duplicated? Is that how it goes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you haven't heard that one? No. Now I did. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, thanks for listening in, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And, and until next time, yeah, you'll have a blessed day. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye.